0: Everybody to the Baker Bears Radio Show. My name's Dan. And I'm Kay. And what a show we have in store for you today because this is a subject I never dreamed we would be talking about. And it is classical music. Now first of all, I don't want any of you to turn off. Because I know that there is a proportion of the population who thinks that's highbrow, I'm not interested there's no way for me to get into it.
1: Yeah, and I, to be honest, that that would have been my opinion a couple of months ago.
0: Yes, and what I would say to you is, when I was at college, I studied classical music. I grew up with a lot of class, classical music. I used to sing it when I was in the Minster Choir. We'll touch on you know one or two of these things today. But through my life, I have not been someone, other than a bit of man enough. I've not been someone that sounds so unbelievably twee. Um, yeah, it did. <laughs> I've not been someone who's listened particularly at all, actually, to no, classical music.
1: No, I wouldn't say.
0: And so it was with great surprise that I was thrilled to be tasked by my lovely co-presenter, Kay, who you've already met, to create her a classical music playlist. I did. So in today's show, what we're going to do is we're going to delve into how was it that it came for Kay to ask me to create her a classical music. How poetic. was
1: it that it came? Yes. Is that correct English? How was it that it came?
0: For Kay to ask me okay. Look, everyone knows what I meant. It yeah, might not okay. have been that. Okay, good.
1: we'll forgive him.
0: Yes. So we will How del- did it
1: come about? Yes.
0: We will, look, we'd have been out walking now. All right. (laughs) We'll delve into how it was that Kay came to ask me to create her a classical music playlist. And along the way, we'll also talk a little bit about some of our favorites, and best of all, we're gonna listen to some classical music, which is very exciting. So without further ado, we'll get out for our lovely walk.
1: Lovely, lovely, lovely weather today, everyone. I hope it's nice where you are. It's cloudy, it's very, very cloudy, overcast and cool and marvellous.
0: It is, like uh, it's really surprising.
1: It's very surprising because, yeah, I'm not tempting anything really in that regard.
0: No, and you know, it is what it is at the end of the day, but you know, I think today it's gonna to feel a maximum of like 14 degrees.
1: Well, that. not Well, look, I'm just trying to arrange my wire out of my phone oh dear. so it doesn't. It's
0: such a palaver.
1: Look, it's because I haven't got a jacket on because you know it's summer and even the Well, no, it's, it's not that. It's because like you don't this. have
0: pockets. But
1: women don't really have pockets. Oh
0: no, I wasn't. Not like
1: blokes. Blokes always have pockets. Why is that? You know, why aren't women's clothes made with pockets?
0: Well, I suppose it depends. Oh, I tell you what, it is. I bet you it's shape.
1: Because
0: adding adding a pocket adds bulk, doesn't it? And then that's going to affect.
1: I mean, to be shape. fair, it's it's also what I choose to wear because I I only wear jeans in the winter and autumn really. And yeah, but I you don't, don't find shavats. jeans
0: very good for your knees anyway.
1: No, no, that's true. I wear like sort of denim look leggy things. Yeah. Because they, you know, they're good for my joints. They keep my knees sort of help. You know. Right, if when I go out and I've got jeans on, I can really feel it at the end of the day.
0: It is funny, oh, isn't it?
1: jean joints.
0: Yeah, I know, but what I was going to say was it is funny how just that bit of support around you. Yeah. We should be all right with that wind, actually, at the moment. It, it's if it gets up anywhere above that. It's funny, you know, not only is it slightly chilly, but there's also a little bit of wind.
1: Yeah, And to be is. honest, that's it's been keeping us... On it's very been... weather, which is beautiful
0: and that wind's been around for the last few days yeah, which it has, has been like true. super helpful we have
1: had quite a lot of sort of stormy weather although we've not seen a lot of it here oh, it's always the same it isn't was it? promised We'd, but we had a bit of it didn't we but not we didn't
0: it can't beat a good, good thunderstorm much.
1: yeah yeah but there were obviously other places around the country
0: yeah,
1: and that sort of cleared the weather which is nice what,
0: what a journey we've been on really with mm. the whole classical music mm. because we've gone from nothing to loads mm. and one of the things that i think is so great about classical music is first of all i'm going to say two things now <laughs> the, the first thing is i think there is absolutely i guarantee you a way in for everyone mm. and it's just finding the way in and yeah. that's often the hard point because there's so much mm. it can be quite difficult but you know the 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 really easy jumping off point is if you've ever gone to the movies, Movies. if you've ever gone to see a film at the cinema and you have enjoyed the score, the soundtrack, Mm. then you are in effect enjoying classical music. And what Kay is discovering and what I loved when I was studying music was how... All modern music—well, not all, but a huge proportion of modern music—is heavily inspired
1: yeah.
0: by classical music, yeah, and we'll yeah. touch a little bit on some of those.
1: Yeah.
0: But the, the the second thing, and this is the really big point I think about classical music, is that is so unbelievably relaxing. Mm. And and I think it's because it really is. If you strip,
1: oh, <laughs> it's not that kind of a show. No.
0: Why did I feel like that? That all went very Jane McDonald. That is exactly the type of thing Jane it McDonald is. would have done.
1: I'm too influenced oh, by dear. Jane.
0: It's terrible. Um, but if you strip away electric guitar, bass guitar, and drums, yeah. you lose a lot of that sort of tribal drive. Yeah, that is what makes pop music pop music. And it instead becomes something which I think is like pulling up a lovely warm blanket.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and it is just like... I mean, how many dogs Gosh. can there be in one house?
1: Barking at you yeah. as you walk past the window. Gosh, I mean, how annoying would it be to be in that house? Yes. Every time somebody walks past the window, oh, the dogs go Larry. I know.
0: So, yeah, I think that, you know, classical music is it's good for the brain.
1: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. So look, how is it? How
0: on earth did we get to the point of you really liking, mm. in fact, I would say loving, classical music?
1: You would be correct, yeah. So, gosh, it must have been maybe two, three months ago, I was doing some research for what was something work-related. Yeah. And that required me to, List, well, it, it didn't. It, it didn't necessarily require me to do this, but I wanted to do it as yeah. part of the research. I went and found a ballet yeah. online, and I, there was lots of this ballet on YouTube. Yeah. Luckily, and it's the Nutcracker. Right. And the everybody will, well I'm sure lots of you will know the Nutcracker ballet, and the score was done by Tchaikovsky. It's a very famous ballet score, isn't it? Very famous.
0: I can't say his name.
1: Dan can't say... Dan always says Tchaikovsky. (laughs) So, (laughs) I a look, each to their own. If you want to say that, say it. It's not a problem. It's
0: disgraceful behaviour.
1: It's by Tchaikovsky. And I've never... I'll be honest, I've never been a fan of ballet. It's not my thing at all.
0: And it probably still but
1: isn't. It, mm, prob- no, it probably still isn't. However, for whatever reason, I think it was the combination of the costumes and the music and the sort of festive theme. Yeah. It just, it just grabbed me. And yeah. I started watching this ballet. And I was just like, my goodness, this is just amazing. Yeah. And, like I said, there's lots of different ballet companies' versions on YouTube. I can't remember the ones that I watched. Right. It just totally grabbed me. And that then made me go and listen just to the score by Tchaikovsky. And, again, if you search, if you've got Apple Music, you know, if you search on there, there's lots and lots. Or or any form of music streaming service. service. Yes, yes. Other services are available.
0: Yes, yes. Although, why um, you would use them? <laughs> now look, I, we're, we're not sponsored by anybody, no, just to get not. that out there. No, we're not. But we do appreciate
1: greatly. We're appled up. Yes, yeah. yes. And I, I was listening to, my, I don't know, did you find me? You might have found me this one. And it's by the, is it Berlin? Yeah. Yes, the Berlin Philharmon- Philharmonic yeah. Orchestra. And I just started listening to it. I put my earbuds in, I started listening to it whilst I was working on this work Project And it was just like, oh my goodness, it just overtook my brain and I was familiar with quite a few of the pieces of music because they're so popular you, at you, Christmas. I love
0: the terminology you just used. it overtook my brain. I think that is the yeah, perfect description of really good it classical really music.: It really
1: did. It just consumed my brain. Yeah. and what was so good about that was you know when you're someone. If you're like me and you suffer from anxiety and you worry a lot and you stress a lot, just to give your brain a bit of relief and fill it with something lovely like that. Yeah. It was just wonderful. Yeah. So I listened to the whole thing and then I sort of listened to it again. I was and going then... to say knowing you, I bet you <laughs> listened to it again. <laughs> I, do, yeah. I do, yeah. Well, yeah. I have favourite tracks and we'll talk about that. Tracks. That's all
0: right. Pieces. No, no. Say tracks, is fine.
1: And I went back and listened to those again and again and again. That then made me go and search out other orchestras that had, that had recorded The Nutcracker. Yeah. So I just started going down this sort of rabbit hole yeah. of watching the ballet and listening to the music. And for a couple of weeks it was completely in my head. Yeah. And I was working on this project at the same time and it was the whole sort of feel and association it, it just it was just so fantastic and i just loved the way that it made my brain feel yeah. that i spoke to you about it obviously at the time yeah but then after shortly after i'd been sort of listening to that for a while i asked dan to compile me a playlist
0: now look i think this is a perfect opportunity for a bit of music so and we should definitely uh, i think start with some
1: Tchaikovsky. Thank you
0: very much. And Kay has (laughs) chosen for the first track. It feels a little bit like Desert Island Discs.
1: It does a bit. We're
0: going to have a little listen to the Chinese dance. Just lovely. Wasn't it? I can totally see why it sort of grabbed you so much Mm, and was all, mm. so as you said there a moment ago, that was the the sort of point where you're like, make me a playlist.
1: Yeah, something else that I did whilst I was doing all this research actually was I, I got the book because The Nutcracker, it was originally a book.
0: See, I didn't know that at all.
1: Yeah, it was originally a book that is called The Nutcracker and the Mouse King uh, by somebody Hoffman. I forget the initials. It might have been EF. Not Dustin. No, not Dustin, (laughs) no. Hoffman. And there's, you know, I did loads of research into how the ballet came about. Right. And I won't go into all that. No. No, my research went quite deep. And I learnt all about Hoffman, who wrote the original story. I bought the original book. I then bought a couple of versions which had been... What's the word? Modified? Not modified. Another... What happened was it got rewrote, rewritten.
0: Yeah. No, I like the way you said it first. Rewrote. It got rewrote? It got
1: rewritten by Alexandra Dumas. Right. And it was kind of at that point when it became more accessible yeah. to people yeah. and because it was, it was done in a, a different language. Yeah. And then subsequently, you know, the ballet came about and then the, the ballet only really became popular in sort of the 1950s, I think, when yeah. there was a particular choreographer. Right. Because the original ballet didn't go down very well at all. Right. People didn't really like it, apart from the music. But But anyway, so you
0: you asked me to do you a playlist. And is that the point where things really went nuts?
1: Yes, because on that playlist, oh, it's my friend, it's my walking friend. And Dan's here too and we're recording. So that's quite cool. He's got a whole (laughs) group of his family with him today. So that's exciting. Sorry. yes, so Dan did me this playlist and the third piece of music... Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, yes. <laughs> what does that mean? What does he do? Oof, oof. Cold. Oh, cold. It's yeah. cold. Yeah. He did have a coat and a hat on.
0: Yeah, they all did.
1: Yeah, they all did. <laughs> we think they're from... Um, Nepal. Nepal. We yeah. think the Nepalese, yeah. Um, anyway.
0: It's because there is, very close to here, there's a very large army base yes. where there is a very famous regiment of Gurkhas. Yes. So... Y- you will often see Reti- lots of nepalese people yeah
1: retired yes. obviously retired yes. yeah 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 so yes dan did me this playlist and the third tr- the third track on this playlist was a piece by Beethoven.
0: We need to get it exactly right, don't we? Because people are going to be really interested.
1: And my goodness, I, I yeah, we'll tell you the name of the piece. Beethoven
0: Symphony Number no. Two in D Major.
1: Yes, and it was Movement Three, the third movement. I said that wrong, didn't I? It's the yeah. third movement in particular, because I, I've subsequently learnt from Dan that a symphony is made up of four movements. Have I got that right, right yeah, pr- pretty
0: much, but don't worry too much about the uh...
1: All right, okay. And I, I listened to this piece of music, and I was like, "What is this amazing thing?" I just I couldn't believe how fantastic this piece of music was. Yeah. And I think I was out walking, actually, at the yeah. time, yeah. And I just, I literally listened to this one piece of music for 40 minutes straight. <laughs> amazing. I just kept playing it over and over and That's over. so cool. I do have a habit of doing that when yeah, something yeah. grabs me. Yeah. But oh my goodness, it was just phenomenal. And I, I came back and I said to you, oh my, what is this? Yes. <laughs>
0: it's well, just
1: amazing. It is
0: brilliant. It's so brilliant that you say and it that. it sounds
1: so modern yeah. and fresh. Yeah, yeah. When it was written, you know, yeah. donkeys
0: years ago. Yes, in ancient times. In
1: ancient times, <laughs> yes. it, as uh, Betany would say.
0: Now, I mean, it, 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 it honestly, it's just brilliant that you say that because it, when Kay asked me to do this, it, it's like you don't ask someone like me to make a playlist because it's never going to be a short process. Yeah. And it's only going to be an extremely deep <laughs> and thought provoking process yeah. where everything is chosen for a reason yeah. and also that things flow as well and what you did was you sort of reawoke in me yeah uh, what was a definite passion for classical music from when i mm. was at music college mm. and it just sort of it's not that it died away it didn't die away i think oh. it was always there yeah i think that I just, had would left it dormant.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'd left it dormant f- f- for a while, about 30 years. Um, <laughs> and I'm just so grateful that you asked because f- finding that, you know, suddenly remembering it. Yeah. I mean, I, I always think it's wonderful in life when someone... You know and it can happen for a number of different reasons can't it it might be the taste of something the smell of something you yeah. might be going somewhere it reminds yeah, you yeah, of a long yeah. forgotten memory and i think creating those they're electrical signals aren't they in yeah, your brain yeah. i think it's wonderful because i think it reconnects you then with the person that you were and that's when you can feel young and yeah, all those things and yeah. i had all those experiences and finding that I feel the same about that piece of music as what you do. Oh, gosh, and
1: I just love it so much. I... What,
0: what, what is so wonderful for me is for you to feel the same way probably feels as good as, you know, the fact that I love it so much. Yeah. You, you probably think, oh, that's so great.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because it, it, it is like, it's fun and it's vibrant and it's exciting. Yeah. And I know this sounds silly, but when you listen to it, you also strangely feel quite educated because you're listening to it. Because it's fun and exciting and yep. vibrant, but because it's also like seriously, it's not that it's complex at no, all. No, no. It is just, it, you just think, I'm enjoying something yeah. really well written by a genius, yeah. and I feel good about that I now. I think the
1: thing as well I loved about it was I just got interested in the whole subject, and of course I was like picking Dan's brain yeah. and asking him loads of questions, like yeah, yeah. what's this, what's that, Yeah. what instruments are these, do, yeah. do orchestras like put themselves together with different instruments yeah, yeah. and what's a symphony and yeah. I, you know I was asking all these questions yeah yeah and then I wanted to know about the lives of these composers so yeah. you know I, I looked into the lives of Beethoven and Mozart and there's a film Bach and there's yeah. a film
0: about Beethoven it starts yeah. Gary Oldman oh uh, really yeah right Immortal Beloved
1: oh I didn't know that it's a really good film right we might have to watch that.
0: Yeah, and the other film that we need to watch is is Amadeus.
1: Yes, we do. I, I
0: loved that when I was a kid. We do, yeah. So th- that was the next sort of stepping stone. But then there was another big moment, wasn't there, in your classical music indoctrination? Me, was there the coronation?
1: Oh gosh, oh my goodness, yes. So all this went on at the time that the coronation. The coronation was the beginning of May. It's like fate. And it really was. And there was a lot of new pieces of music that had been composed for the coronation, but there was also lots of old, beautiful pieces I, of music. Let's
0: be honest, it was 90% old classics, yeah, 10% it was. new. Brilliant but, move. And the
1: orchestra, oh my goodness. Tremendous. Absolutely amazing. The and music the-
0: on that whole day, It It was phenomenal.
1: It was phenomenal. It is faultless, and there is a there is a, a score, there is a soundtrack for the coronation that you can go and download, which I did, and I've got I've got that on my phone. I listen to it a lot. All these things sort of came together at the same time, and yeah, just got me completely hooked. And now, oh, and then we've now started in an evening for like half an hour. We just sit, don't we, and chat and listen to classical music. Yes, and it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's just, you know, I can't recommend doing something like this more because... Because
0: you know, there's no words.
1: No, there's no words. You,
0: you, uh, avoid, for me, you avoid the stuff. Yes, it's alright sometimes a bit of voice, but yeah. if you want the properly sort of brain-freeing yeah, yeah. beauty, the yep. warm blanket feeling. Yep. For me, it's got to be just instruments. instruments. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. Previously, you know, we'd watch a bit of American football or something like that together, but we stopped doing that, and we now just literally sit and we chat, and it might be about the music I'm listening to, and I might have questions for Dan, or just generally, you know, just having a chat. And you know, I think as... This is not a couple's counselling thing by any by any means. But I think sometimes with the modern world, you know, the telly can be on in the background or, you know, everybody's got their iPads out or whatever. And I think just to sit and... Sometimes we're knitting, sometimes we're not. And, and just listen to something and let it sort of wash over you and yeah, yeah. and just chat and catch up. And it's just been just been amazing and through that, you know, Dan's been playing different composers Yeah. and then one night he played Bach and I was yeah. like, what is this? This is amazing. <laughs> so now, of course, I really love Bach and I'm like, always asking him to play that.
0: Well, th- th- that probably gives us an opening for another piece of music because one of the pieces of Bach which you really, really I enjoy I not say it
1: like
0: you say it No, don't, well, don't even try I'm not even
1: going to try <laughs>
0: That's my education for yeah. me So one of the pieces of Bach which Kay really enjoys and which I really enjoy and I'm sure all of you know is the cello suite number one in G major
1: Beautiful
0: And I think we should have a little listen to that right now
1: tingly. Do you know how some sometimes when I listen to music I get like goosebumps and that's one of the ones that gives me goosebumps.
0: That was famously performed in a slightly I, I, I didn't really enjoy the way they did it in the west wing, the
1: west wing yeah. just because they were
0: all sat there like looking and listening it was yo yo ma playing it stupendously but I, I felt that the portrayal there of classical music was one that would alienate people rather than welcome them in yeah because for me it was sort of saying that to be you know to enjoy this you've got to be for want of a better word educated
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. and
0: you totally don't no you know you've just got to be open to it and like we said at the start it's find. The right way. Now, there was another composer, which sort of showed himself at the coronation, and he's like, "Well, hopefully you do."
1: I do know what you're going to say. It's like, I mean, you will never feel more British listening to this composer. Oh Oh, my goodness!
0: I would literally, I would, I'd I'd fight them on the beaches. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And it was the. It was the music that the king... We shall king... never surrender. <laughs> it was the music that the king walked down the aisle to after the coronation.
0: They, it, within the coronation, they used two of the marches by yeah. Edward Elgar from Pomp and Circumstance. Yeah. It was march number one and march number four. And it's the number four that is the one that yeah. was played first, I think, yeah. when he was walking down the aisle afterwards. And that, when that was playing... I felt like yeah. I was watching a movie.
1: Yeah, it, it really it was like, did feel like that.
0: It's like everything that you... It's like, oh, my goodness, yeah. this is like perfection.
1: Yeah. You know, it, yeah, it was the clothes that they were all yeah. wearing and it was the jewels and the sort of unreal quality. I you know. can't
0: imagine how I would have felt if I'd been Absolutely. in West Westminster Abbey. I think I yeah. might have had to have sat down.
1: I think <laughs> I would. I, I honestly don't It'd know. It'd be all too much. Yeah, I don't know how I would have dealt with it but
0: because... Pump and circumstance. I mean, Elgar is beyond words anyway, yeah. Yeah. anytime. time. But, oh my goodness. And then of course, the, the, the famous one which is heard so often
1: yeah.
0: is the one from the, the the night of the proms, yeah, which I do really love. I, I think uh, I'm getting confused now, whether it's number one or number four. I think I think number four is the one that he walked down the aisle to first, and then right. they also played number one as well. Yeah, which is the one that they always bob up and down to at the
1: yeah at the proms.
0: At the, at the proms, and you
1: don't like all that business, though, do you? Very well, much? look, hey,
0: well, I, like, you go for it. But I wouldn't be doing that. Yeah. I would just be enjoying the music. Yes. And I think this is where Kay and I and the rest of the world, probably. Kay's with the rest of the world. I'm on an island. (laughs) Kay'll be like... I
1: I would. I'd wave my flag. Kay'll be like, why why don't
0: you you sing along to this? Yeah, And I'm like, well, if I sing along to it, I can't hear it. I'm not enjoying the music. Dan
1: never sings along to songs. Never, ever more's the pity because Dan can sing and he just won't you know and he just doesn't whereas I'd sing awfully and randomly to anything you know that's on oh, I'll just sing along
0: I think it's, it's just because I'm always so analytical with and I want to really listen to and appreciate yeah. the music we were listening you know to go off on a total tangent we were listening to some chords oh, yeah, yesterday we and on this particular song I can't remember the exact song it was but the bass line on it was just exceptional I mean it was yeah. exceptional and um, I was gone yeah yeah and you knew I was so you As just was quiet I could see was
1: concentrating and yes. listening to it so I just thought right I can't can't talk to him <laughs> at this point because he's in the zone yes yeah
0: but look less cause more Elgar yeah. I can't believe I've said the cause and Elgar <laughs> in the same sentence but Elgar is utterly utterly tremendous fabulous. and stupendous uh, yes. and this most definitely calls for another moment of music yeah. let's have a little bit of a listen to and I, I love the name of this the, the Nimrod Variations oh, yeah. was anything
1: yeah.
0: that makes you want to salute the king
1: yes even if you're not english yes you know you want join us yes
0: <laughs> you are most welcome you are <laughs> everyone is welcome here for me my route into classical music came when i was very young and it was one of the first things i listened to and i, I love it to this day and it's the thing i've always listened to and that's Rachmaninoff's theme on Paganini.
1: Yes.
0: I just love it, I just find it, like you, yeah, what yeah. you were talking about with...
1: Um, Beethoven? No, no, with Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky,
0: yeah. <laughs> How you found it so all engrossing. Yeah, yeah. I can't listen to one bit of, of Paganini without listening to it all.
1: Yeah.
0: Because I listen to one bit and then I think, oh, oh, no, I've got to go back and listen to that, yeah, and then, and then yeah, before I know it, I'm yeah. listening to it all again. So, from a very young age, I used to listen to that. But the other thing as well that I used to love, I loved Hooked on Classics. Mm -hmm. Which is like, it's all the classics, Mm -hmm. but with, like, drums attached to it. And I think that's what properly...
1: Makes it accessible, doesn't it, for a lot of people?
0: Hooked on Classics is a great way in. But it, it was actually... The thing which lit me up big time to classical music was performing some Mozart. Right. And when I was about 10 in the Minster Choir we performed Mozart's Requiem Mass and the Requiem Mass I told you a little bit about this it's the one that he died halfway through writing and what's so interesting is you can feel it change so you know when it goes from Mozart Mm. to the guy they think who actually finished it which was a guy called Salieri but what just hooked me into it was every single note that you sang, everything that was going on. It just felt like that's perfect. Yeah. That should be there. And you've listened to loads of Mozart yeah, now, yeah. and you just love it.
1: I do. I you do. love it
0: all. And I do. I mean, he's written so many just truly amazing things. But I think the the thing that we should probably touch on a little bit is, is Holst.
1: I was going to say, I've kept that in the back of my brain because you'd not mentioned Holst yet.
0: I mean, I, 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 you, you absolutely, in one second, go for it. But what I just wanted to say before you say anything is, if you, for me, that's the ultimate complete works. Yeah. Hulse Planet Suite. Yeah. You just play that and go. And if, yeah. I, mean... I, I, I think that that would be great for anybody.
1: I agree. Because there's so
0: many different types in it.
1: There are, and it's it just... I think because so many other composers yeah. have been inspired by yeah. the Planet Suite yeah. you can just hear lots of different composers in it yeah. and we were listening to it at tea one night and Brian is like is this Star Wars <laughs> and we're like no it's not Star Wars but pieces of it do sound very much like yeah. the Death Star exploding yeah. and you know
0: it does it's exactly amazing. exactly yeah. Yeah. I mean it is like, you know, it, it, for me, what I love about the planets is it opens up with Mars, the bringer of war. And that's the one which it feels like the final battle in Star Wars. Yeah. With the explosion at the end. But yeah. then he, he, he like pulls it right back and it becomes so much more sort of strings and yeah, slower and yeah. quieter. and. But also what Hulse does. And we were talking about this the other day when we were listening to it. Within one movement, within one track, you would have, in the modern world, probably four or five pieces of music from one of his pieces of music. Mm, mm. It goes from about four or five different wonderful themes. Mm, mm. And in the modern world, I think because it must be financially driven,
1: yeah.
0: and people just think oh well we could sell that. Yeah. You know people would buy that. So if we're, if we release all of those things, then we're going to make, you know, four times more money.
1: Yeah.
0: Whereas now I don't know necessarily how the world was operating in Hall's time, but I bet you it was much more about the music.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was also, as well, it was about bums on seats. It wasn't, because yeah. I don't think he was writing at a time when th- there was many records around. No. If there was any records around. I mean, I know he was late, Hoss, but I'm not certain. I'm not certain.
1: That's, I could I be mean, wrong. That, That's the other thing that sort of blows my mind about these composers, that the, the time, the era that they were composing, Mozart, for example, The only way that you can have consumed his music is by going and listening to it. Yeah. And, you know, you can't then go home and listen to it again. No. None of that, you know. And I said to you, could people buy the sheet music? And I don't know, what did you say? I can't remember if you said... It sort
0: of started. Yeah. But not really.
1: No. I mean, it it depends what
0: era you were writing in. Yeah, imagine
1: going to a concert and listening to something, but then you, you can't then you know you're blown away by it because you told me mozart was like a rock star in his day that's
0: exactly what he was like
1: and and, and then not being able to listen to it again i know until you, know, you could, get until could get to the next concert Until you could get to the next concert
0: when's he coming back yeah yeah <laughs> but then the other thing that made mozart such a rock star was he would go and he would watch other people's performances yeah. and then he'd be able to go home that night and play it note for note yes i mean
1: he was just a genius deal. and died so young he was 35 when yeah. he died he had lots of health things going on through his life
0: yeah but as i told you he lived life
1: he was a bit of a philanderer took to the let's say. yes
0: i mean what, what's so interesting is you look at someone like mozart and you could absolutely see the similarities between someone like Mozart and Michael Hutchins, for example.
1: Yeah. Now,
0: I'm certainly not saying Michael Hutchins was a musical genius. No. I'm talking about, you know, the, the way that Michael Hutchins lived.
1: The lifestyle. It, it, it was a not, rock star lifestyle. Yeah, and that's it's funny that that's not changed, isn't it, no? over the hundreds of years? I
0: know. It's completely insane. There, another of the pieces of music that I put on your playlist yeah. was it, it's the one with the strings Uh, It's the Borodin Quartet. Oh, yes. Now, what that is, is a movement from Prince Igor, written by Alexander Borodin.
1: Yeah, we were listening to it, weren't we, recently, and I said to you, what is this? Yes. Yeah.
0: And uh, the interesting thing is, I came to Borodin through the musical kismet. Ah. Because the musical kismet is all based on the music of Alexander Borodin. So right. it's a musical starring
1: Howard in the Kiel. original
0: film Howard Keel. And so if you have seen Kismet, yeah. if you know Kismet, you'd be able to go and listen to Prince Igor immediately.
1: And, recognize, and you would recognise it. Yeah. But
0: even if you haven't, as Kay hadn't, it's just gorgeous, yes, isn't it? Yes, it is,
1: it is.
0: And I, I think that's another reason why Classical music is so amazing. For me, it seems like it has many more dimensions than popular music.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Popular music seems very similar. You know, like, for example, you were listening to Taylor Swift the other day.
1: Oh yeah, Bryony got me, yes. Bryony loves Taylor Swift and I've never really heard any of her music, and we were doing um, an organising task for school. And I said, right, okay, let's put some on, and you can educate me. Well, she was away, <laughs> and she was like, oh, brilliant. So she made a playlist. She's obviously her father's daughter.
0: yeah
1: She made a playlist immediately for us to listen to, and you know, I enjoyed it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's perfectly pleasant poppy music, but I can't remember any of it.
0: And that has always been my criticism of Taylor Swift. Yeah. And that's my criticism of a huge amount of pop music. And I think it is, it's all like the, you know, like sugary drinks, yeah, like for yeah, fizzy yeah. sugary drinks. Yeah. They're all the same really. They might have a slightly different flavor. They give you
1: a quick hit and then yes. you sort of forget about it. And then them. it's gone. Yeah. And f-
0: for me, what's needed, I think, is there needs to be like a new musical breakthrough. Yeah. And I tell you what got close, when we sat down and watched a prom and i have no idea how and it's when i know exactly when it was it's when you decided to put the city in the middle of the living room
1: that was donkeys years Yeah ago. i know
0: but one of the proms was bellowhead
1: oh right yeah, and what yeah. bellowhead
0: did was they took traditional english sort of cornish sea shanties and yeah, all of that type of right, music yeah. they took the traditional instruments yeah, that they were played yeah. with so no drums no bass none mm, of those mm. they took tubers and mm. violins and trumpets and so more of a sort of classical twist but then they played it in a more popular music way yeah,
1: yeah it's great
0: and it is we were really hooked we were. and then of course the singer from bellowhead then went on to sing the main song from that film that we love, About Time.
1: Oh, right, I didn't realise that. Yes. I'm sure you would have told me in the past, but I just yeah, like, forget these
0: things. Th- that must have been like, because they, they sort of came from nowhere, Bellowhead. Yeah. And, and the lead singer, he's actually a, he's an American guy from Chicago. Right. But he just loved English yeah. sort of folk music.
1: Yeah, Celtic sort of. Yeah. yeah.
0: And what? I'll, I'll be honest. And I have been involved with, certainly in my music teaching days, quite a lot of sort of traditional English, baran driven Yeah. It's really not for me.
1: (laughs) No, it's not my my bag either.
0: But what Bellowhead managed to do was they managed to take, I think what is a very niche sound and make it mass market. Yes. And I listened to quite a number of their songs still. There's one called 10,000 Miles Away, which is really cool. And another one called Betsy Baker. I think Betsy Baker is probably my favourite. Right. But yeah, Bellahead is definitely worth a go. But look, Kate, if you were going to say to someone, because we're getting near the end of the show,
1: mm.
0: what would be the perfect sort of kick-off for a bit of classical listening, mm. where would you recommend they? Oh
1: my goodness. Um... Oh, that's tricky. I would probably say the Planet Suite. Cool. Because you will recognize a lot of it, I would say. Yes. Because it's, it's, parts of it have just been used in so many things, haven't they? Yes. And I think when you've got that little bit of a... Hook. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's an access point, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but of course I will say go and listen to the Beethoven one, that's my Beethoven favorite. Beethoven
0: Symphony <laughs> Number 2 in D major
1: go and listen to that and think of me going oh my word what is this i'm listening to this is just so amazing
0: edward elgar opus yes. 39 pomp and circumstance
1: fabulous march number
0: four and march number one in d both are you
1: all making lists yes. i hope you are
0: <laughs> well I'll, I'll pop these in the show notes all as right, well there you go and of course the, the the cello suite number one in g major by bach yes I just like saying that now because... I I can't say it. I can see Kate being jealous of my bach
1: Say Tchaikovsky. I can't do it. There you go.
0: Say entrepreneur.
1: No, never.
0: (laughs) You see, I think you can.
1: Well, I probably can, but I feel like I can't.
0: (laughs) So, yes, it has been. I mean, it's just been wonderful. Yeah. You know, discovering all this stuff. And also, you going from it not being your cup of tea at yeah, all no, no. to you properly just
1: being obsessed yes yeah
0: and w- what's so lovely is because there's so much of it you literally can spend a huge amount of time can't you in exploring and listening to new stuff yeah, and yeah. everything is slightly different which is just marvellous
1: Yeah.
0: so we have made it our classical music odyssey yes we've given you lots of little Hit bits to go away and have a listen to and we'd love to know what you think.
1: Yes we would. Probably
0: specifically <laughs> the Beethoven one.
1: Which I'm now got, I've am now got to dye some yarn now actually for a, a project for Bryony and I'm going to put my earbuds in now and listen to that again.
0: That's the no way. <laughs> so folks I hope you've enjoyed that and I hope that you know for all those people who perhaps haven't ever given classical music ago, perhaps it might have inspired you to give it a little, a little bit of a try. That would be wonderful if yes. it does. And if you're a classical music lover, please do share with us what some of your favorites yes. are. Because, yes. you know, as I said a moment ago, there's so much to go at that you're always discovering new things. And I think that that's just so wonderfully exciting. Yeah so folks thank you so much for listening thanks everyone and we'll be back in two weeks for the brand new radio show see you soon bye Bye. the bakery bears radio show is brought to you by bakery bear productions and is made possible by our bakery bear patrons find out how you can join our bakery bear community access more of what we do and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash